Are all your best days behind you? This weekend, people all around our world are reflecting on the past. 100 years ago today, on the 11th day of the 11th month at 11 a.m. local time, the armistice was signed that marked the end of the hostilities of World War I. After years of death and destruction, the future took on a brighter shine. But from our perspective now, 100 years on, we know that the future didn't remain bright. Time and again, death and destruction returned. So is life ever really going to get better? Are the best days in the past? In two of our readings from scripture this morning, we heard of widows who didn't have much reason for hope. The widow of Zarephath we heard about in 1 Kings 17, she didn't have any hope at all. She was making ready to prepare a final meal for herself and her son with the very last of their supplies. The drought that God had sent against Israel was also affecting this region of Sidon as well. The best days, they seemed to be in the past. Even if the drought hadn't come, even if the crops hadn't dried up and this woman's food stores were down to their very last bits, well, in the ancient Near East, a widow and her young son like this one, they didn't have much hope for life as it was. They were largely on their own. And so was that widow that Jesus pointed out as he sat with his disciples there in the temple, looking at the treasury boxes as people came to make their offerings. This woman, this widow, gave everything, everything that she had, a tiny fractions of even one day's wages for a laborer. It was all gone. Death had come for these widows before. It had stolen away their husbands. And at some point it was going to come for them too. What hope could they have for the future? Well, the people of one of our sister congregations in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, have been struck by loss in these past few days. Our Savior Lutheran Church in Paradise, California, was directly in the path of that fast-moving campfire in Northern California. So this past Thursday, both the church and the parsonage were consumed by the flames. This is a photo that was taken on Thursday as people were evacuating the town. This weekend, many of the people of Paradise are farther south in Chico. There is another sister congregation there that has opened its doors and their homes to the people who have been displaced by the fire, who have lost, in many cases, much of what they had in their worldly possessions. They're gathering together for worship even now as God's people. Could have been worse. Most of the members, if not all of them, have been accounted as safe. But as of this morning, at least 25 people have been killed by these wildfires. Death and destruction again. Imagine losing everything that you might take for granted in life. Your job, your home, your spouse, your parent, your child. 
And any one of these losses would be staggering. You might have already experienced some of these yourself. You might already know what it feels like. You might be wondering if the best days are in the past. Most of us don't know what it's like to lose everything and have nothing, though. Generally speaking, we like to take care of things ourselves. We like to at least think that we are able to do so. We get stuff done. That's the expectation in our society, especially in this part of the country. But what if you couldn't? What if you were to find yourself in the position of one of those widows we read about this morning? With no ability to provide for yourself or your family. What could you do? What hope do you have for the future? Would you say that your best days lay in the past? We are now in the closing weeks of the church year. We Christians remember the past. We remember what God has done in order to bring rescue for his people. But we're also called to look ahead. Jesus has promised that he will return. But how is that something that we can look forward to if we are not perfect people? If our present isn't all that great, if we are clinging to a so-called better past, how can we hope for the future when God is going to close the curtain on the world as we know it? Well, I don't know if you noticed it. But today we got to hear some of the most beautiful language in all of the Bible. Because in this morning's reading from the book of Hebrews, we heard how Jesus gave himself to the Father as the ultimate offering. Every other offering of God's people, all those things that you can read about in the Old Testament, everything that happened in the tabernacle or the temple in Jerusalem, all those offerings were pointing ahead to Jesus. He offered himself up for you, for me. He did it to provide purification, washing, cleansing of our sins, those things that separated us from God. And through his offering of his perfect life, Jesus wiped out the debt of your sin and my sin before his Father. Jesus took care of what we could not. He defeated the enemy who wants to see you dead and destroyed and hopeless. Christ is the one that God the Father chose to be the ultimate sacrifice so that you and I, we could have a life with him. And Jesus did it once for all, putting away sin forever. Through Jesus, you have a future. So as Christians in an affluent society that values independence, let us instead consider the true nature of our situation. Our hope, it's in Christ, not in ourselves. When death and destruction and loss come our way, for they do, let us look to the cross. Jesus, who is the ultimate offering, has won the future for us. You have life. You have life even now. Life that God has given you to share with your neighbor. Life that will continue even beyond this present age. Jesus is the one who 
brings you into heavenly community here on earth. He joins the now with the not yet. The Son of God took on humanity. He took you on. He lived for you. He died for you going to the cross. He rose for you and ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of God. That Jesus, he appears before you in his supper to bring you to his Father. Because when you come to the Lord's table, you are getting to join in the assembly of the saints. You get to do so in confident hope that no matter how dark or desperate the days might seem, Christ has won the victory for you. Jesus is the ultimate offering. And because of that, he's the ultimate hope. The Bible teaches us what God has done in the past to bring deliverance, to bring rescue for his people. It points us to Jesus as the focus of human history, where God did what we could not, where he gave us the rescue that we ultimately need. And it points us ahead. With the recipients of this epistle to the Hebrews, you too get to look ahead to Jesus' reappearance. Because he is coming to release us from the grip of death forever. You can look ahead to life where you should only be expecting death. And even though death and destruction and loss will continue to come in this present age, they cannot take away the victory that Christ has won for you. Are your best days behind you? Look to Jesus and see God's promise. The best is yet to come. Amen.